Welcome back to the best podcast on the internet, The Rainy Day Horror Show. If you don't know who I am, I am Dusty McBalls. I am the certified cougar hunter, and I am the man with the biggest set of cojones in a skin sack you could ever have, okay? It's a beautiful Thursday afternoon, is it not? It's a little fucking hot out. Okay, it's really, really fucking hot out. Okay, I hate this heat. When I lived in Atlanta, because right now I'm in Minneapolis, when I lived in Atlanta, this shit did not get this fucking hot. It's like 98 degrees out, and this weather can fucking suck a dick. Okay, but right now, because this weather is fucking shitty, alright, I'm a little in a tizzy, alright, but... It's time for Horror Movie Review Breakdown, whatever you want to call it. And today, we have the highly anticipated movie of the year. Is that true? No, it's not. We have Cobweb. Now, a lot of people have been posting this on social media, alright? Finally watched it. It was on Amazon or YouTube, okay? It is not free for streaming. I paid $6.99 for this fucking movie to rent it, okay? That's fucking outrageous. But you know what I did? I brought the company debit card. And I bought that fucking movie. Well, didn't buy it. Rented it. And it was okay. Um, A lot of people said this was, you know, it reminded them a lot of Coraline. I didn't really see it. Okay, unless it's for the little fucking door that this massive creature comes through. Other than that, no correlation to Coraline, but we'll we'll get into that eventually at the end here. We're going to start it off, you know, the synop or the synopsis in the biz is what it's known for. And then I will tell you about the movie, my thoughts, and then... I will give you the Rotten Tomatoes, Tomato Meter, what percentage it got, the actors, the fucking budget, the fucking box office, the, you know, producers, directors, whatever you want, I'm about to give it to you, okay? So, before we jump into this, no Crocs, all relaxation in this fucking episode, okay? That's all we're gonna do, kick back. Alright, like we're at the family barbecue, just chilling, talking with the cousins, the aunts, the uncles. That's what this is, okay? Now, without further ado, let's get into Cobb Web. Alright, so, the little fucking synop for this movie is, 8-year-old Peter is plagued by a mysterious, constant, tap from inside his bedroom wall, a tapping that his parents insist is all in his imagination. As Peter's, as Peter's fear, don't know why I stopped and stuttered, but I did. As Peter's fear intensifies, he believes that his parents, in parentheses, Lizzie Kaplan and Anthony Starr, should be could be hiding something 
terrible, dangerous secret and questions their trust. And for a child, what could be more frightening than that? Alright, now this movie is rated R, horror, violence, in some language. Genre, horror, mystery, and thriller. It's language, English. Director, Samuel Bowden. Producers, Roy Lee, Evan Goldberg, Seth Rogen, yes, Seth Rogen, and James Weaver, oh, forgot one last name, Josh Fagan. God, I can't believe Seth Rogen was in this, like one of the producers. So weird, whenever I think of Seth Rogen, I always think of The Interview or fucking Sausage Party. Sausage Party is one of the best fucking movies ever, okay? Fuck you if you say otherwise, alright? The writer is Chris Thomas Devlin. Release date, July 21st, 2023. The the box office, wow, this was bad. This, (laughs) this one's bad, okay? Box office, gross, USA, $440,000. Runtime, an hour and 28. Distributor, Lionsgate, producer, co- Media Capital Technologies, Point Grey, Lionsgate, Vertigo Entertainment, Sound Mix, Dolby Digital. Alrighty, let's get to the cast. Lizzie Kaplan plays Carol, the mom. Woody Norman plays Peter, the eight-year-old son. Cleopatra Coleman plays Miss Divine. Anthony Starr plays Mark, the dad. Now hold on. Anthony Starr looks familiar. Is he who I think he is? Is he who I think he is? Because I think he is who I think he is. Where is it? Oh, please tell me. Hold on. Give me two fucking seconds. I think he plays somebody somebody else in the series The Boys. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What is his name? Fuck. He does. Anthony Starr plays Homelander from fucking The Boys. I knew it. Not fucking The Boys, but fucking comma. No, not even a comma. Because that's... He plays He plays Homelander in The Boys. I knew it. I fucking knew it. His face looks so familiar. But, okay, cool. Alright, and then Ellen Dubbin plays the girl voice. Alright, now, the tomato meter for this fucking movie was 63%. Wasn't great, but it wasn't awful, okay? It was good, it was decent, alright? Now, my fucking thoughts on it, alright? I liked it, actually, if I'm being honest. It was a little creepy, okay? You know, hear the little tap-tap in the wall, and then you figure out this, like, the whole fucking story, like, it was, you know, you know from the beginning that the parents are a little weird and that they are hiding something. They, at one point, because the eight-year-old son, Peter, he's being, you know, just a mischievous little boy, fucking, um, gets thrown in the basement and locked behind this refrigerator, because there's this door behind this refrigerator, they locked him in the basement, and poor Peter, right? 
He gets, like, he doesn't have a whole lot of friends. I would have been Peter's friend, but Peter doesn't have a whole lot of friends, and he's getting bullied at his school, and the reason he gets thrown in the basement was because the voice, the little girl that is in the fucking walls, tells him to get revenge and push him, well, push the bully down the stairs, and he ends up snapping his fucking leg. And, yeah, he's just this whole... You know, it moves kind of quick, a little bit, but not quick to the point where it's like, oh my god, that was an hour and a half, holy shit, that was quick. No, not like that. More along the lines of, you get introduced, you, the creepy shit happens right off the bat with, you know, the little girl talking to him in the wall, and he, you know, gets terrified, always calls for his mom and dad, and... Then you find out that he's bullied and doesn't have a whole lot of friends. And then he starts drawing this weird picture. I think it was for Halloween. And, you know, his teacher, Miss Divine, gorgeous woman. But she is like, something's weird. Why is he drawing this picture? And this picture was of him in bed saying, help me. Right? Like Kevin Hart. Right? That's what it is. Right? He's asking for help. And the teacher, you know, after school goes over to his house and asks, you know, tells him, like, hey, are you doing okay? Is everything okay here? And, you know, they're like, yeah, it's fine. And then, you know, after that painting, not the painting, but the drawing, Peter gets thrown in the basement and he's locked up in there for, you know, some decent time. And while he's locked up in there, Miss Divine comes over again because after he pushed that kid down the stairs... He gets expelled, and Miss Divine decides to stop by, just ask, you know, wants to say, quote-unquote, one more goodbye to Peter, and the washing machine is going, and Peter can hear, because it stops at one point, so Peter can hear that it's Miss Divine, so he walks up to the stairs, and this door to the basement is behind this fridge, and he starts kicking it and pounding it and calling for but eventually she doesn't, you know, doesn't hear it. And the once he gets back, he's down in the basement for some time. And so when he gets back out of the basement, he goes to his room and the little girl starts to talk back to him. And you find out, spoiler alert, sorry, but you find out that it's his sister. And his sis, his sister starts telling, you know, what's going on with the family and stuff like that. And you end up, Peter ends up going out to the backyard because his sister tells him that, you know, mom and dad murdered somebody on Halloween night. That's why they don't celebrate it. Peter goes out to the backyard, you know, digs it up, and you see a skeleton. And then mom comes out because mom's just weird as fuck too. And he quickly covers it up and acts like he was just picking a pumpkin to, you know, to carve it for Halloween because he couldn't go out trick-or-treating. And then, you know, after that, it's, you know, just like, he's just digging and trying to find out what's going on. And then she officially tells, the girl on the wall officially tells him, like, the whole story that she was born and she was ugly so that they then locked her in the basement and never let her out, just kind of shunned her from the world. So... She's just that basement dwelling being. 
And one night, Halloween night, um, the girl convinces Peter to kill mom and dad. And she puts, well, not she, Peter, he puts, you know, rat poison in their, like, soup that they're having. And ends up killing the mom and the dad. And then he grabs the keys, goes up, you know, goes up the stairs, and the little door is behind a, like, grandfather clock. And what happens is he pushes over the grandfather clock, opens up the little little door. It literally looks like the little door from Coraline if you've ever seen it, okay? But I could only make out that this, the little door and the way that the sister walked and crawled and stuff like that could be, you know, could make some people, could make, whoa, hold on, slow down, all right? Could remind some people of Coraline, but I didn't really see it. You know, it was a little bit of a stretch for me, okay? So, he opens up the door, she comes crawling out, and he gets extremely fucking scared and goes and hides under his bed. And at this point, remember the bully that he pushed down the stairs and made the kid break his leg? Well, he and his older brothers come into the house, and they start, like, vandalizing everything, and then... They all get slowly picked off one by one by this, you know, by his sister. And his sister's fucking creepy. Like, she's got long-ass hair, like Rapunzel long-ass hair. And she crawls like a fucking spider. And her face... Ugh. It reminded me of Dr. Connors from one of the Spider-Man movies with... What is it? Andrew Garfield? I think that's his name. That's who... It was Dr. Connors from one of the movies that he did. Okay, it reminds me of that. Her face reminds me of that. And so she ends up killing all of like his bully, his bully and his brothers. The next thing you know, Miss Divine comes in and she tries saving Peter and well she does save Peter cuz the being um the sister locked Peter in the, you know, behind the little door in the walls of the house because she was jealous of him because he had a perfect little life, right? So, Miss Divine comes over and realizes that something's a little off, so she goes upstairs, hears Peter, you know, screaming for help, and she breaks down the wall to, you know, break Peter out. Next thing you know, she breaks Peter out, but the sister knocks out Miss Divine and then puts Peter in the basement under, like, a grate. And as, you know... Peter wakes up, and Miss Divine wakes up, the sister opens up the grate to go see Peter, and she starts crawling down the little, little cave thing, well, not really a cave thing, but, like, I guess you would say it's kind of like a well, but it's not a well, so, she starts crawling down these little well walls, and she, like, gets to Peter, and then um, she's talking to him, talking shit, saying, you're going to stay down here and I'm going to be the one in the house now, blah, 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 all that dumb shit. And then she hears Miss Divine come down and to save Peter. And as she comes down, she's got like a crowbar, not really a crowbar, a fireplace poker. That's what that's the word I'm looking for. A fireplace poker and tries fighting off his sister. Well, she doesn't. And she gets thrown to the ground, but Peter... This smart 
eight-year-old little boy um, pulls on the her, his sister's really long hair because she crawled up and still had some of her hair locked into the, not locked in, but because the grate was open, but had her hair down the little well. And so he grabs it and just fucking commando, like military fucking rapples the, up her hair and pulls her into the fucking well. And then they lock the grate on her and happily ever after is basically what happened. So was it a good story? Yes, it was a great story. Well, movie. I guess they're little stories, but yes. I thought it was good. I liked it. Even though I just said it was great, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, so really shocked that Seth Rogen was on it, and I'm really shocked that it only made $440,000. It's not a lot of fucking money for a movie, especially. That's real bad. See, this is why they probably should have released it in theaters. Or advertising it. You know what I mean? They should have done it, but they didn't. So, but, yes. It was okay. It was good. I wouldn't, you know, is it number one on my list for the year? Nope. It is not. I don't know which one is yet, but no, it was not. I don't think Scream, what was it, seven, six? That one's definitely not number one in my books, not yet. Um... I'm a huge, like, Conjuring Universe-like freak, so I would say The Nun 2, I'm already going to say it because I'm fucking biased that it's probably going to be number one. I have been waiting for The Nun 2 to come out for so fucking long that I'm actually pissed off now. Well, not really pissed off, but I'm pissed off it took this long. But, yeah, it was okay. Now, 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 now I hope you're ready for these wonderful fucking you know, critics, see what they have to say, that's what we're getting into right now, okay, so, critics consensus, this itsy bitsy horror film creeps and crawls, first, critic comes from Joshua, I can't fucking speak tonight, Joshua Rothkopf, Los Angeles Times, top critic, uninspired direction, twinkly instant scoring, and generically murky cinematography. He gave it, oh, he didn't even give it anything. I don't know. No, he didn't even give it a rating. Wow, that's bad. He must have thought it's awful. He did say it wasn't good, but I don't know. Joshua looks like a professor, so fuck Joshua. This one comes from Peter Rayner, Film Week, in parentheses, KPCC, NPR, Los Angeles. Top critic. It's very derivative, whoa, it's very derivative, there we go, and pulpy, but scary, alright? I agree, Mr. Peter. Alright, this one comes from... Valerie Complex, Deadline Hollywood Daily, Top Critic, Cobweb, Benefits from Strong Performances and a Haunting Atmospheric Tone. I will say, I really did like the dad. He was pretty good. Um, Fucking Homelander, good job. You did good. You did good. 
All right. And our last critic of the night is Sarah Michelle Fetters, moviefreak.com, top critic. Director Samuel Bowden and writer Chris Thomas Delvin may not do anything too terribly new or original with their visceral shocker cobweb, but that does not mean their exceedingly confident producers still doesn't manage to entertain. It was entertaining. Like, I was glued, you know, to the TV screen to see what these fucking parents were all about. The story, like, I wanted to figure it out, right? But yes, if you haven't seen it, and if you if you want to spend $6.99 to fucking rent this movie, so expensive. But if you want to, go ahead, alright? It's not too long, it's not too short, it's just right in the middle. It's that typical hour and a half horror movie mark, okay? But with that being said, that's all I really got for you guys. Um, what else do I have to say? Oh, this Friday, alright? This Friday, I am, well, not me, but I am featured on an album that is being released this Friday. I believe it's this Friday, but you will see it on my Instagram at the Rainy Day Horror Show. Um, go give it a follow, okay? Yes, selfless YouTuber plug, but it will be released. I made the beat on track three, all right? So, it's pretty good, all right? I like it a lot. I like the way it turned out. Um, the vocals, everything, it was just pristine. So, that's coming out Friday. Creepy Encounters this Saturday. And then the Berwyn Rehab Center on Sunday. Okay? Anything else? I'm trying to think. Not really. I don't think I have anything else. Um, not this week, but maybe next week or the week after, probably two weeks from now, I know I'm pushing it out, but money is fucking hard to come by, okay? It's hard, alright? I, me and Gabby, my girlfriend, my lovely girlfriend, my beautiful and lovely girlfriend, will be starting, I'll be adding another episode featuring her where we're gonna cover cults, true crime, paranormal, that stuff. So, it'll be up to five shows a week, and I think I'm going to release mine and her episode on Wednesdays at noon. Pretty sure that's going to happen. So, stay on the the lookout for that. What else do I got? Trying to think. I don't think, I think that's it. Um, Oh, I'm now going to start pushing merch. God, I hate that fucking word, but if you want, um... A rainy day horror show sweatshirt. I know it's still fucking summer, so chill out. But I only do sweatshirts because they're comfy. You can wear them on rainy days or whatever. All right. So if you want a sweatshirt, DM me on Instagram for the second time, the rainy day horror show, and we will make a sweatshirt that you like. Okay. And I will give you a pricing and everything, you know, when it's like when we come up with the ideas and the decisions, okay? Now, the only way I can really, you know, make it, not not make it, but make it sound so people get the picture, if you ever had, like, a tattoo or ever gotten a tattoo, it's the same kind of concept. 
you DM me with what you want on it, what color scheme, all of that stuff. I will get the materials, I will shoot you a price, and that'll be that. So it'll be custom made for you, a one of one for you. So, and every design will be different for everybody. Unless you like somebody else's design, I can, you know, not copy it, but I will tweak it a little bit to your liking, all right? So, with that being said, I hope you guys had a great work week. We're almost to the weekend, so we can finally fucking party and finally go shop, all right? Remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, the most important thing in this fucking universe Stay safe, my beautiful peacocks. I love y'all. Deuces.